welcome to episode 197 of the Loco Meta. My name is Fletcher. And I'm John. John, how's it going tonight, man? It's alright. I have a question for you, actually. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, I came to a realization when I was driving home today. This is about Magic Arena. Okay. It is technically incorrect to complete more than one quest at a time mm-hmm. unless you are com- unless the quests you are completing all are worth 75 gold. 750, yes. 750. You are actually cracked if you're trying to if you're trying to like if you're trying to quotes, like if you're trying maximize. to air quotes maximize, yeah. Like, I think I'm uh they talked about that on limited resources once with uh Ryan Spain a while back. Yeah, back well, when I was well, actually like listening to it. Yeah, Ryan Spain says that no matter what, even if it's a quest that you can do easily, you should always flip it to try and get to 750 if you can. I don't mm-hmm. think he specified that you should not complete it unless it was 75, but he said even if you're like even if you have like 19 of 20 spells cast and it's a new day and you can refresh it, you refresh it. Yeah. Like that's the way he put it. But like Yeah, literally... basically his thing I think was is that you should always have one quest available that you can flip like that. Yeah. That's what it sounded to me, but and like, I could just, be making that up. It just like dawned on me today as I'm as I was driving. It's like I'm technically losing value by like stockpiling three cast twenty red spells quests and getting them all done at the same time. And it's just See, like eh. that's te- that's technically correct, but also um, my time has value, <laughs> and my enjoy and my enjoyment has value. So yeah, that's the thing. Like. To do that, you're then obligated to play every single day, no matter what. So that yeah. way, you can like you have to be able to clear up a quest, right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you if because if you ever would go to a fourth quest and thus lose it, you are mm-hmm. literally wasting 500 gold. So yeah, yeah. And it's, so I've always just been like, I will play three times a week. Uh, two of, two of those times, I do three quests, and the last one, I will do uh, two quests, just to make sure i never miss out mm-hmm. on a day yeah, i play i play whenever i want and you're perfectly happy and i'm perfectly game. happy with not getting all the value that i need as a free player who basically has never wanted for you know lack of play i mean if we're being completely honest i'm someone who if i want something in arena i will just spend actual money for it i do not yeah. need to maximize my goal yeah, by any stretch of the imagination <laughs> so <laughs> but it's just like it's like uh, obviously this is not going to affect my yeah. play at all you know like i said mm-hmm. i i refresh quests every time i can but my goal is to have all three of them say cash red spells by the time i actually work on them because so. <laughs> that's just what you want to be doing right that is what i want to be doing especially in this format where i'm just doing really well with it but yeah uh, totally. So, we're actually gonna um uh, talk a little bit about this format today in a different aspect. Slightly different, yes. Slightly different. But actually, first, I'm gonna get we're gonna I'm gonna do this first. So, um, kind of wanted to give a little advance notice here. Uh, so in a few weeks, where episode 200 would actually be. So that's what, um, on the night we record that episode. So that would be the 27th, I believe. Yes. Yep. So um, we're going to switch uh, kind of how we're doing the podcast uh, really quick here. Um, we, I mean, we've been doing this, what, four years straight? Uh, yes, actually. Four, year, four years straight, never missed an episode. And, um, uh, you know, it's been going good. 
probably noticed that we've had some weeks where we've had um, uh, some pretty loose topics. <laughs> but so um, one of the things we wanted to try doing for now, at least, uh, and we'll see how it works, is we're actually going to alternate weeks and release a audio podcast every other week. And then on the weeks in between that, we're at the day we would record, which is Saturday, uh, we're actually going to uh, stream together and kind of do in some ways a live podcast <laughs> because basically this is just us talking about things. Um, yes. <laughs> so, um, and we'll probably do that at the normal time of record, which is probably around 9 PM. Yeah. I, I, so I, if I'm not mistaken, our intention is to stream every other week mm -hmm. and then the VOD of that stream will be uploaded somewhere somewhere we're still kind of working that out probably youtube but um yeah we'll have the we'll have the vod available of that and we'll link it as part of our feed and everything so it'll be available um yeah but yeah so that's something we're going to try doing here uh you know obviously we'll be doing it on twitch uh there's uh going to be a twitch stream for that you can reach that at uh, twitch.tv slash the local meta i believe is we actually got that link um and yeah, we'll be doing that. We'll probably, we might try streaming a little earlier and stuff like that. Uh, notifications will go out in the Discord and everything, but um, head over there and give a follow if nothing else, just so you can, um, uh, you know, see when we pop on and everything, stuff like that. So yeah. uh, we'll see what we were, and you know, we're not just doing, it won't necessarily be just magic stuff. We have some ideas of what we want to do. Um, the first so our first stream actually is, it kind of works out, it coincides, because supposedly on the 23rd, the uh, Magic MMO <laughs> is supposed to release. So we're thinking about uh, our first stream is going to be us playing that, actually. Yeah, didn't they? It's no longer a proper MMO, right? Um, like they've, they've, it's not sure. It's going to be an MMO like Diablo 3 is an MMO, where like you can yeah. encounter other people, but only in a hub world. Yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's a little little less of that, but basically we're gonna we're gonna play that game, um, and see how that goes. Yeah, and then we have some other, as I said, we have some other things we want to do, uh, in between. Maybe we'll hit some streams up and stuff and kind of see how all of this works. So, yeah. as I said, come check us out there and um, uh, let us know if you have any thoughts or suggestions or anything like that. We wanna we wanna games hear about it. Games you want us to play. Games you want us to play and everything. Uh, <laughs> I got I got a list of things that we could do, but um, some of them are of varying interest <laughs> by comparison. Because so, I can I can play watch, watching paint dry simulator. So um, you have played watching. Paint I dry suppose simulator. yes, I, I do. It's called I, Worm Unlimited. I, I do play Worm Unlimited. <laughs> I was just gonna say, uh, but um, but yeah. So I uh, just wanted to get that out there. Let everybody know that that's happening and. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fun and uh, I hope people turn out because I think it's a really, it would be a really cool opportunity to interact with people while we're kind of doing our podcasty thing, if that makes sense. But yeah. And like, obviously going forward, this is not going to be like a hard walk that it's going to be every other week, whatever. Like if something comes up to where it's like, well, we should do an actual episode about this. We, yeah. we still, mm -hmm. like, obviously, like, if a, if a full set release happens, we're not going to necessarily wait a week to do talk about it. Yeah, exactly. You know, because those are already two, or at this point now, three episodes long. So <laughs> Two, hopefully, know. it'll stay. Yeah. Two, hopefully, going forward. 
Yeah. You know, so like obviously those are still going to have their slot taken up and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So. Yeah, I mean it's not written in stone. This is yeah. just the plan right now, and um, uh, you know, it's it, it's some different content and kind of something different for us to try out, and you know, it's that'd be cool. I'm looking forward to it because this also will help with one of our issues lately where it's like it's just really hard to talk about magic when there's not a lot of local magic going on yeah like that does not to be like a downer or anything but like sometimes it's hard when you're literally called the local meta and you don't get to play locally yeah exactly i mean i mean obviously we talked about branching out into like rpg topics and stuff like that but so like we've gotten a little broader just because of that but you know I mean, I think these last, like, three weeks or two or three weeks have been magic topics, though. They have. We've been relatively on topic. but Look at that. You know, Look at us. We just, we just, we're <laughs> following some of the most important flavor text ever, right? What doesn't grow dies. Mm-hmm. We don't want to die, so we're going to branch out a bit. I mean, realistic, every, every year about, actually, uh, in February is when our, uh, kind of our anniversary is and everything. Uh, I always get the domain registration uh, notice that I have, we have to like re-register all of our hosting and the domain and everything and stuff like that. And every time I ask you, I'm like, John, you still want to do this? Yeah. <laughs> I've but, never answered no. So. Yeah, that's right. So, but so we want to do this. You know, this is something we want to keep doing and everything. So, uh, yeah, that's that. And you know, we'll we'll see how things go and everything, and you know, where we where we go from here. Hopefully. So, the first the front page of twitch hope yeah hopefully i'm uh i get to quit my job and stream <laughs> hopefully we get to quit our jobs and stream hopefully i get to dodge john and quit and <laughs> you're not kidding Here, hey. here's the deal the the podcast would be infinitely less interesting without you uh kind of surprised you will admit that but i agree with you oh come on man you know i can be honest with myself yeah <laughs> it's, here's the deal right like you're definitely the one who's good at selling us i'm the one who's actually good at making us talk about something yeah <laughs> everyone just thinks you're a narcissist i am someone who's actually known for being exceedingly logical so uh, i guess <laughs> okay all right so uh that's that i'll probably bring it up at the end too when we're doing the sign off but um right now this week let's crack some packs of the new set talk about it we haven't done this in a while no i'm i'm actually (laughs) excited for this too like i am kind of pumped so all right first things first though before we do any of this i need to ask okay have you done a single draft of this format no okay (laughs) I'm like, uh, I'm like, I did a sealed. I'm like, did no, I did, I did one. Didn't did we? You... Didn't I have you do it with me? No, because because I, I had the draft token, and I'm just like, uh, uh, and then I'm just like, fine, and I started it up, and basically just like conned you into doing it. Like, oh yeah, you drafted giants. Ah yeah, kind of. yeah, kind, kind of. of. You you were you weren't even blue red. You were black red. Was I? You were black red with like five removal spells six removal spells because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you had two frostbites you had two yep. squashes and i'm yeah, really yeah, sure yeah you had the you had the yarl and you also had a feed servant or whatever it's called yep that sounds about right and we just i had the i had the fumarole also didn't i 
Oh, sorry, you had film roll, yeah. Yeah. So you'd se- you had effectively seven removal spells, and your game plan was literally kill everything and eventually win the game. Which, I don't know where that plan would ever come from with me, but... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, your your go to strategy. Okay. But... All right. I'm right. oh, sorry. If I'm being completely honest, I have never drafted this format. <laughs> I have done sealed twice, mm-hmm. and that's as far as my knowledge goes. Outside of generic, I know how to play magic. So. All right. Cool. Well, everybody will be able to disagree with us heartily and can yell at us in the Discord or comments or wherever they need to. About how we're stupid and made the wrong pick. So let's let's do this. <laughs> I will say I also haven't uh, been listening to limited resources lately, so I don't even know what they think about this format. Oh yeah. So this is completely unbiased by anything outside of our own existence. So sweet. All right. Can it be a party? Yeah. All right. Let's do this. <laughs> this is basically like our crackback extravaganza. Then it's like we know nothing. Yeah. Cards. We know literally nothing about this format except we have a basic understanding of magic. <laughs> all, right. all right. First card: Undersea Invader. Four blue blue for a five six giant rogue with flash. <laughs> Enters the battlefield yeah. tapped. I, that is a card that exists. It is a card, I'm pretty sure you'd play it if you were playing Giants, but... I probably would. It's... This is one of the most ridiculous cards in this. Like, I, yeah. actually, that's not true. This card is just ridiculous. It's not one of the, yeah. it's not one of the most ridiculous cards in the set, but... Yeah. Five, six, flash, enters tabs, you can't even eat anything. Yep. And then it's a giant rogue. <laughs> uh, whatever. Okay. Alright, next up we have Seize the Spoils. Tune to Red Sorcery. Additional cost to cast a spell. Discard a card. Draw two and create a treasure token. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've played worse. I'm not, like, super into that card. No. I mean, it is nice that it is effectively two mana. Because it mm-hmm. does pay you back. So it, like, helps yeah. with fixing two and all that kind of weird stuff. But mm-hmm. we have Ice Hide Troll. Two and a green for a 2-3 snow creature troll warrior with snow snow. It gets plus 2, plus 0, oh, and gains indestructible until end of turn. Tap it. This card's good. This card is good and surprisingly obnoxious. Oh my god, this card is so annoying. Like, I don't think I've ever seen someone have this card in play and not be able to activate it, and it's really obnoxious because I know, that. and I know base. I know if I ever play this card, I will never be able to activate it. <laughs> yep, it'll never happen. No, like you'll play this card and you'll be, you'll have like six snow lands in your deck and you'll just be like, nope, nope. never, never it saw it. Be like... Yeah, mm. I'm, this is what I'm on right now, though. Yeah, me too. Low bar. <laughs> Brogger recruiter, three and a black for a three-three zombie cleric with boast. Three and a black return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. You have a very expensive, slightly larger grave, uh, grave digger. I mean, it's pl- like, it's okay. Like, that ability isn't as good as it feels like it should be. It isn't as, it's only not as good because of the fact it costs four mana. Exactly, like, yeah. It is effectively, you know, four mana draw a card. And it's a relevant mm-hmm. card. It's drawing a creature that was already dead, right? Yeah. You know, usually if something if something dies, it's worth buying back. Mm-hmm. 
I uh, don't think it's better than Ice High Troll. I don't though, think so either. Even though Ice High Troll is obviously harder to use. But. Yeah, I'm, I'm still on Ice High Troll. Dwarven Reinforcements. Three and a red sorcery. Create two of two, one red dwarf berserker creature tokens with four tail, one and a red. I feel like this card should be better than it is. I don't know. Maybe maybe it just was never anything I wanted, but... Yeah, I've seen the card do some work on occasion. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it makes poor power. Like, that feels like it should be totally fine. Yeah, I mean, it makes four power for four mana. You can cast this on turn three, which mm -hmm. is pretty good, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, there is some go-wide strategies. It's nice that it's just having a Berserker in general. You know, like, mm -hmm. Berserker Tribal is a thing. Dwarf Tribal is a thing. You know, you can do things with this card. Yeah. Like, it's not it's not a blank, but it just, it also isn't, like... It's not something I'm going to first pick and feel happy yeah. about. Exactly. I'm probably still on the troll, by the way. Uh, me too. Raise the Draugr. One on a black instance. Choose. Or choose one. Return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. Return two target creature cards. A cherry creature type from your graveyard to your hand. Yeah, cool. Uh, these cards are sweet. Yep. I like how they've changed raised dead effects to where they no longer just affect, you know, one card. You you, If you're playing a synergistic deck, you get, you know, this is effectively a draw two, as I said about yep. the, the Gravedigger wannabe. This is also an instant, which is not something you see very often on a raised dead effect. Mm -hmm. You know, like, so you can, you know, block trade with a bunch of your opponent's shit, and then at the end of their turn, cast this and get your stuff back. You know, that is not nothing. You know? Yeah. I uh, still can't imagine taking it over a reasonably costed three drop, but. No, I think. Yeah, I still think the troll's better, but I do I do like this card actually quite a bit. Next up we have Frost Peak Yeti. Three and a blue for a three three snow creature yeti with one and a snow. It can't be blocked this turn. Old I... player in the snow deck. Let yep. Um I mean if you're going snow. Ice hide is probably better than a gray ogre. I would agree. I think the troll is still better than the yeti. Not that also, the, again, not that the yeti's bad. I just think the troll no. is just a better card to, to be playing. The in yeti that deck. is definitely good. Yeah. Uh, invoke the divine. Two and a white instant. Destroy target artifact and enchantment. You gain four life. Playable. Mm -hmm. We're not first picking it. Yep, we're not taking that. Sirolf's Packmate, three and a green for a three-three creature wolf. When it enters the battlefield, draw a card for Talon, one and a green. This card's good. This card is very good. I would probably take this over the troll. I'm pretty sure this is considered like the best uncommon in this, or the best common in the set. I would not be surprised yeah. in the least. I like three-three for like like three-three for four is acceptable. Its floor like, is a. Four mana, three through the draws you a card. Yeah, field. yep. Which is which is like all right. Yeah, you know that's good. And the, like the foretellability is just nice. Like, yeah, it gives you something to do on turn two, which is mm -hmm. something that a lot of decks are missing. Yep. Yep. I I'm on the pack made. This card's great. Yeah. Uh, Yarl of the Forsaken. Speaking of this card, mm -hmm. 
three and a black for a three two flash zombie clerk and spellfield destroy target creature or planeswalker an opponent controls that was dealt damage this turn for telling one of the black i like this card this card is good i do think the pack mate is better i agree 100 percent. i mean it does reasonable adjacent things but yeah like this, i mean this is i mean it's just a decent card in my opinion yeah Dwarven Hammer, two and red for an artifact equipment. When Dwarven Hammer enters the battlefield, you may pay two. If you do, create a two-one red dwarf berserker creature token, then attach Dwarven Hammer to it. The creature gets plus three, plus O, and has trample. Equipped cost of three. This is fine. So we have a five mana five-one with trample that leaves behind an equipment. My ball lightning. Yeah. Basically. Oh. I'm a fan. I mean, it doesn't have haste, but... Yeah, but... I mean, it, I think it's, a, like, the upside of leaving beyond the equipment is good. Like, I'm not taking this over the pack mate by any means. But, no. like, I think this is a, a serviceable equipment. If you're already in red, I'm pretty sure yeah. you don't feel bad about taking it. No, I, I feel like this is just a fine card to play. Like, plus three, plus so, and trample is a lot, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, that that is a, enough to make it worth the, the three equip cost, yeah. in my opinion. Plus three, plus zero, oh, and trample makes one one threatening, right? Like straight. Yeah. Up, you mm -hmm. know, we already saw the other card that makes two two ones, more, yeah. like more dwarven berserkers. You mm -hmm. can just go absolute ham with just you know. absolute hammer. All right. Next up, we have the showcase variation of Inga Runeyes. Three in the blue for a 3 3 legendary creature, human wizard. When Inga Runeyes enters the battlefield, scry three. When Inga Runeyes dies, draw three cards if three or more creatures died this turn. There is a lot of gray ogres in this set. Yeah, this is like gray ogre dot set. Like, so we have one, two, three, four, five. That we have seen five three power four drops in this pack alone. Oh man! I mean, card solid. Probably still mm -hmm. taking pack made over it. Probably like, like the card's scry, good. Scry three is almost the same as drawing a card. Yeah, true. But the second line of text on Inga is basically flavor text, unless yeah, you're like, it, unless a big board exchange happens, right? Crazy stuff has to be happening. Yeah. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, board exchanges do happen. It's just unlikely. Yeah, yeah exactly. But uh, I do think that the foretell option on Sorrel's Packmate makes it slightly better than Inga mm -hmm. because of that. And I know this is a dumb thing, but I'd rather have a green card. It's very odd coming from you. I know, right? I just feel like the green, like the green stuff I've seen is pretty dang good in this set. It is pretty good. Uh, next up, we have Ruined Crown. Three mana for an artifact equipment. When next battlefield, search your library, hand, and or graveyard for a rune card and put it onto the battlefield attached to a rune crown. If you search your library this way, shuffle it. Equip creature get plus one, plus one, equip with two. Yeah. Runes are really powerful. They are, but like I feel you have to already be doing it, right? I th yeah, you already. I think you have to already have a few runes before you. Like I don't think you take this and draft around. Yeah, I feel like taking this and being like, all right, we're going to make the rune deck is just not the thing. I don't know. That's just me, but maybe I'm wrong. It's a bit weird, so. Mm -hmm. All right, our snow land is a snow-covered island. Snap it. Snap it. 
we're drafting Snowboys. Our rare is Arnie Broken Broken Brow. Two and a red for a three-three legendary creature, Arnie. human berserker with haste. Boast one mana. You may change Arnie Broken Brow. Broken Brow's base power to one, plus the greatest power amongst other creatures you control until end of turn. Uh, you had this in your sealed deck, right? Uh, I had this in my... Um, yeah, I had this in one of my decks. I might have had that. I had this in either in my sealed or my draft. I also had it in my pre-release sealed pool. Yeah, I'm talking about your pre-release sealed pool. Yeah, I did. I had it there. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure you played this against me. Yeah. What'd you think of it? It was a three mana three three with haste. Alright. You had the potential of growing it though in your deck, right? Yeah. Yeah, you just I never did. I think so. Yeah, my, my deck just didn't work out. Like the card's good. I don't think it's insane though. I mean it's a it's a three mana three three, right? Yeah. It's, like that's good. Like don't get me wrong. It's good on rate. It has haste, mm -hmm. which is nice. Yep. Boast means that it can definitely get bigger, especially in a format mm -hmm. with, you know, trolls and giants. Yep. You know, he is always going to be the highest powered creature you control. Yep. If you want to. Mm -hmm. So. Like, fine. I don't know. Probably on Packmate, even though picking the, the common is a little boring, but... It is like I'd probably take Packmate though. Like he's like don't give me. I think he's good. Like if you're just playing the pedal to the metal deck, like it's like I mean, turn three attack you for three is not something to sneeze at. And then no. yeah, as you said, just being able just being able to kill a lot of things out there, just being as you said the strongest creature on the board. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of pedal to the metal style magic. So oh yeah, totally. As, as I've been talking about my uh, <laughs> sick mono red, my sick mono red beats I've been doing lately. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll just start with the snow covered land this time. It's a plains. All right, we don't need to take that. That's good. Doom Scar Oracle, two and a white for a three two creature human cleric. Whenever you cast your second spell each turn, you gain two life, and it has foretell for white. Right. Sure. It's a. I mean, I played it in my first seal pool, and it was solidly okay. It, it feels like it's just an okay card. Yeah, it's a three mana three two that every once in a while will gain me two life. Cool. <laughs> you know, my my go to was foretell this on turn two, and then turn yeah. three I'd cast another two drop, and I cast this. Fair enough. Yeah. I I would gain two life, and I would have the same board state in my. It's I would gain two life instead of my opponent losing, you know, one life from me playing my one power two drop or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. So. Alright, next up we have Pilfering Hawk. One of the blue for a one two flying. Snow tap, draw a card, then discard a card. I have been unimpressed by this. Oh really? Okay. I haven't played this card at all, but man, this is this seems like the card I want to. I have been unimpressed by its looting ability. How's that? Okay, that's what upsets me. <laughs> yeah. Needing to have a snow in play mm -hmm. is, like, obviously, like, you're not going to be looting early on, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this yeah. is like a late game looter, which honestly, that's when looting gets, you know, better. Yeah. But it's still not, like, amazing because of that, so. Hmm. You know, it's fine. Okay. It's just not great. Right. 
Now this card, on the other hand, has been great. Tormentor's Helm. Oh yeah. Red artifact equipment. Equip creature gets plus one plus one. Whenever equip creature becomes blocked, it deals one damage to defending player. Equip cost of one. This this is such an unassuming card. It is extremely unassuming, but my god, oh, when it's it, doing its yeah. thing, like it just it's price to move. You know, yep. one to play, one to equip. One really one play, good. one to equip is huge, dude. That like that is just. I I think I think that's the piece that makes it good, actually. Yeah, like the plus one plus one, is mm -hmm. dope. Yeah, like even if they chump block your big guy, or you know, like trade with your two dark, you're still getting in some damage. Like mm -hmm. this card is just very good in this format. Yeah, like this card being good is partially why I would be tempted to grab Ernie because there is definitely the potential of just getting super aggro. Yeah, I mean there is like having cards like this. Even I mean, even that hammer, even though it's an equi uh, three equip cost, like oh, yeah. I mean, you slap that on one of those guys, and you're just you're crushing through stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, even if you have to throw away a dumb token or something, like yeah, you, know, you you put it on a one one, you're killing all those gray ogres that we saw. Oh yeah, and you're trampling over for an extra point of damage. So, mm -hmm. all right. Next up, we have a Jaspira Sentinel green for a 1-2 elf rogue with reach with tap tap an untapped creature you control add one mana of any color i cannot imagine a world where this card is like making me want to play green yeah like if i'm already in green i'm pretty sure i play this yeah, like I, I don't feel like this is a bad card. No, but I'm not. I'm definitely not like, oh, sweet Lana War Elves. Yeah, like, and this is a bad Lana War Elves. Yeah, like this is a Lana War Elves, and on turn two you cast a two drop, and then and then you get to cast another one drop. Yeah, right. Like it needs something else to make it good. But I mean, it is a one two with reach, which is mm -hmm. relevant. But yeah, and being a one two is really annoying for. Uh, your opponent. <laughs> yes. Like blocking the one power fly, like the one power flyers and stuff like that. Like that hawk was a one two, wasn't it? Yes, it is a one two. Like just watching those idiots bounce off each other all day is just like everything you want to be doing in magic. It's oh man, yeah. When you're on the when you're on the receiving end of that though, it's just infuriating. So completely unrelated, but I heard <laughs> someone complaining like a week ago about uh, Dreadcore Arcanist. About why is this card? A oh, three, why does this card have three power? Why is this not a one-two? <laughs> and I'm just like, this is literally everything I've ever said about freaking Deathrite Shaman. Deathrite Shaman, you're right. It's like ah. Also, that's one, one less point of power. Also, or toughness. Yeah, like seriously, having what 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 is having three toughness instead of two actually matter in Legacy? I mean, right? You're playing Bolt anyways. Yeah. Like what two what two power creatures are attacking that? freaking matter your sudden shock is less good no yeah. all right okay. <laughs> next up we have elder fang disciple one of the black prey one one elf cleric when it enters the battlefield each opponent discards a card hmm. uh i mean it's a two for one but yep. I, mean, I still think i'm taking helm over it i think i think the design is better than uh it's pick order <laughs> uh yes I love the design of the card, but yeah. Alright. Next up, we have a Shimmer Drift Veil. 
We have a snow land, Enter the Battlefield tapped as Enter the Battlefield. Choose a color and add one mana of the chosen color. Okay. I mean, it's good, but I don't think you first... Like, you have to already be in snow to want it, right? I feel like it is, unless you're just like, I'm going snow, and you're just like all in on that before you see what you get. But Yeah, which I mean, there are people who are going to do that, right? Yeah, I, just, I don't know. I'm not one of those people. Yeah, I guess more power to them. Yeah, I guess. Something. I don't know. Hopefully you all get bad snow decks and I can beat you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Next we have a Dusk Wielder. Black for a 1-2 Elf Berserker with Boast for a generic. Target opponent loses one life and you gain one life. Sure. Fine. Yeah. All right. More black aggro cards. We have another Dwarven Reinforcements. Alright. We have a Raise the Draugr, again. We have another Frost Peak Yeti. Alright. A little, little extra here. And first of the uncommons, we have Fearless Liberator. One on the red for a 2 1. Boast two and a red creature. Create a two one red dwarf berserker creature token. It itself is a dwarf berserker. Uh, if I'm being aggro, I'm pretty sure I'd rather have the helm over this. But this card is definitely solid. I mean, the card's fine. You know, play this. On I mean, two. you're you're getting one dwarf most of the time. You're getting yeah, you're getting one dwarf most of the time. But I mean, it is you know. It is a mana sink, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. It's fine. Alright, next up we have Valkyrie's Sword. Two and a white. For an artifact equipment. When Valkyrie's Sword ends Valkyrie, you may pay four and a white. If you do, create a 4-4 four, four white angel warrior creature token with flying and vigilance that attach Valkyrie's Sword to it. Equip creature gets plus two, plus one, and equip of three. So you have a 7 mana, 6, 5, Flying Vigilance. Or you have a 2 mana, plus 2, plus 1, equip 3 equipment. Hmm. It's fine. It's fine. Like, if that was equip 2, I'd be way more on it. Oh yeah. Like... I've heard about people who like draft the one drop flyer and then draft yeah. this and their goal is just to like one drop, two drop this, turn three, equip, go. Yeah. And just try and beat your opponent to death, but I can see it. Like, I don't know, the card seems like like the card's good, but I don't know. It just seems like one of, another one of those cards that it's like it's not gonna make me want to play white, but if I'm exactly, yeah. white it's gonna be good. A hundred percent. I agree with that. Alright, next we have Crush the Weak. Two and a red sorcery. Crush the weak deals two damage to each creature. If a creature dealt damage this way would die this turn, exile it instead. Fertel for red. Hmm. So I always wonder about effects like this. In red. Because mm -hmm. obviously red is normally very aggressively slanted, right? Mm -hmm. This kills all your own stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there are obviously usually, like, you know, decks that are playing red just for removal who are more controlly deck-based. Like, this card's probably really good if you're playing primarily uh, Giants. Yeah, right? I mean, like, uh, like play Your Giants are going to die to it, so. <laughs> yeah. 
still don't think I'm taking it over Tormentor's Helm. Probably not. Yeah. Don't want to. Uh, yeah. Don't want to force myself to start drafting uh, giants just to make my first pick good. But right. All right, and our rare Maskwood Nexus. Four generic mana for an artifact. Creatures you control are every creature type. The same is true for creature spells you control and creature cards that aren't you own that aren't on the battlefield. Three tap create two two blue shapeshifter creature token with changeling. This is every creature type. How grindy do you want to be? I was gonna say like is play is is being able to play a morph every turn good? Yeah. Like. This is the mana sync to end all mana sinks. Like I like this is the exact I love like this card is everything I love. Like I would probably just play this all the time. Like from what I've seen, the format is not that fast. No, like just thinking about the games I've played of this, I'm like, man, I would play this. Like just yeah. poop out a two two every turn. Hell's yeah. You know, like it's a good top deck late, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like. It's probably fine to play on turn four, and like eventually you will like. You're never going to not advance the board state. Yeah. You know, like you can top deck lands from now to the same time. You'll probably lose, but you'll still at least be making a two two every turn. Right. Which ideally is at least something. So. Yeah. I don't know. I'd probably take it just to see how good it is. Yeah, you know? I'd probably take it too. Like I said, you know, I'm biased towards Tormentor's Helm, but if I was if I was experimenting or in the mood to it, try and experiment, I would take this just to find out, right? If I opened this pack on Arena, I'd take this. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. Yep. Cool. Unless I'm, you know, in a very aggressive mood, which... <laughs> is frequently. Is frequently. <laughs> I'm just a naturally aggressive person. Apparently. Insert flawed alpha male BS here. Yeah, right. Hey, we finally got a Dwarf Berserker token. Go us. Woohoo, we did it. Close up shop, let's go home. (laughs) Alright. First card, a Battlefield Raptor. White for a 1-2 creature bird with flying and first strike. Watsy's done a really good job of making the one mana, one power flyers playable. Yeah. This one is, like, annoyingly playable. Yeah. Like, like I feel like it, this, this card is fine, and I'm mad that it's fine. <laughs> like, it's like, it, it's gonna be one of those cards that's just this, is annoying. Yeah, Ugh. any equipment on this card is obnoxious. Oh, yeah. Like, you go this on turn one, turn two, Tormentor's Helm Equip, you're just like, to ya, to ya. Yeah. It's like, that would be so... And, like, that's not even counting, like, any other uh, equipment you may or may not put on it. Yeah. Like, like, this is the card you kind of want in the rune deck in a weird way. This is, like, the um, uh, Healer's Hawk sort of thing. Yeah. Especially the, because it gives first strike, so, like, the bigger it gets, the harder it's going to be for your opponent to do literally anything about it. Yeah. Like, if you ever put that Dwarven Hammer on this thing... Oh my god, it is just going to go to town. It's like just casual, four-power, flying first strike trample. Yeah. That said, I don't think it's insane. <laughs> no, I don't think it's insane. I just think it's, yeah. like, solid. Yeah, I'm hoping this is not what I'm first picking. 
Next up, we have a Berg Strider. Four and a blue snow creature giant wizard. It is a 4 4. When Berg Strider enters the battlefield, tap target artifact or creature an opponent controls. If snow was spent to cast a spell, that permanent doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step. Woohoo. See, now this is a card that's like, this is almost worth going snow for, right? Right, yeah. Like, four mana, f or five mana, five four, mana. four, yeah. good. Mm -hmm. And, like, freeze effects are solid. Yep. Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I said no pun intended. I realized it after the fact. Okay. I'm not a punny person. All right. Okay. All right. But, yeah, like, this card's good. Like, this is, like, kind of Frostlings. Yeah. It's a it's a much bigger Frostlings, but it's, it's a, basically yeah. Frostlings. Yep. Next up, we have a Mammoth Growth. Two and a green instant target creature gets plus four plus one until I turn for tell for a green. This, I... is, this is the combat trick that you play when you absolutely want to make sure you're winning combat. Right. It's really hard to lose combat. I mean, like this, this is one of the ones that I just want to play off for tell too. Yeah. Like I just want to stick this stuff to the side, and when it matters, pay two mana for it. One. Or mana. pay pay one. Sorry, pay one mana yeah. for it. When it matters, you just. Just, just destroy your opponent's blocker and everything else around it. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I like this card. Not more than um, uh, the Bergstrider, but, I mean, this is not a combat trick I would be upset having. No. Alright. We have another Elder Fang Disciple, the 2-mana 1-1. One, one. Makes your boss discard a card. Yep. Open the Omen Paths. <laughs> Two in a red instance. Choose one. Add two mana of any one color to your... Any one color and two mana of any other color. Spend this mana only to cast creature or enchantment spells. Creatures you control get plus one plus zero oh until end of turn. <laughs> this card's so damn weird. This card is... bad. Yeah, like, I refuse I, to accept that this card is good. I can't... Uh, I don't know. I don't want to play bad bad trumpet blast in my deck. No, like this is a bad trumpet blast or a technically bad ritual. Yeah. Like it's just so weird in its requirement and what it does. Weird. Like this card has to exist for some reason, and damned if I know what it is. It's the story spotlight. It is. That is the, sto the story wrong. is look how bad this card is. <laughs> Next up, we have the worst equipments to put on your battlefield raptor. Guess what it is? I don't know. Raven wings, two generic mana for an equipment. Which gets plus one plus zero, has flying, and is a bird in addition to its other types. Cost of two. Uh, I would play this if I was playing green something. Yeah, because I, I mean, just like have flying on my green creatures. But this is not a bad card. This is not a bad card. It is, in fact, yep. a solidly okay card. Yep. Uh, next up, we have a struggle for Skemvar. Three and green sorcery. Put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature you control. Then that creature fights up to one target creature you don't control. Fertel for a green. This card, card. This is, this card is strong. Yeah, this card's good. Like, the first block of text on this card is literally pr 
prey or not prey upon, feed the whatever. Uh, like, yeah. there's a four mana put a plus one plus one counter on a creature you troll on a five star creature. Guard. Hunt the weak. Hunt the weak. That's the one. Yeah. There's just too many fight prey upon cards. Like this card uh, is hunt the weak with upside. Yeah. So. I always I'll, forget. I always forget that this is a sorcery. Yeah. So. Hey, didn't you yeah. get like screw yourself on that on accident? Oh yeah, yeah. I I I've, I've done I, it a couple. I've done it a couple times. Yeah, I, I was nice and I let you rewind. And... Yeah. But, mm. Oh well. I All right. Next up, we have a null blue instant kind of third factor enchantments. Yeah. Okay. Ravenous Lindworm. Four green green for a six six creature worm. When it's about to do gain four life. This card is like just it's better than it, it's better than it reads. It is better than it reads and it already reads okay. Yeah. Like, I feel like this should be one of those cards where it's like, if it got played, you're just like, all right, they played a dumb thing and got a little life. Yeah, like, that's... Move on with that. But, like, when they put, like, when I've had this card played against me, it's like, oh my god, how do I beat this? It's a big, dumb thing that gains a life. Like, this just stabilizes them. It, it just does. It's, yeah. It is kind of funny that there's that, uh, there's that green uncommon that when it dies, you search your library for a creature with toughness six or greater. Oh, yeah. In your hand. This is the only green card. That that card can get. I mean, I'm I don't see a problem with that either. No, I just think I always think it's funny that like if yeah. you're gonna stay like in green, it has to be this card. The, the Lindworm. Uh, Fetch target Lindworm. Probably still taking Bergmite over it. Oh, sorry, I'm taking. Uh, I'm taking. I'm taking. Struggle. I'm taking struggle over Bird. Yeah. Bird yeah, I'm taking struggle. I was just like, sorry. wait. I just realized that we never actually swapped that around. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm on struggle still. Like. I mean, struggle goes really well with this card. But... It does. You're probably going to get another one later, though. So yeah. Uh, next up, we have Draugr's Helm, one of the black equipments. And battlefield, you may pay two in a black. If you do, create a two-two black zombie berserker creature token that attach it to it. Your creature gets plus two, plus two, and has menace, but it has an equip cost of four. Equip cost is steep. The the front side of this though is good. Yeah, like the the front side as a five mana four four menace. Yeah, that's solid. Fine. Like yeah, that is what I view this card as. And then mm -hmm. when it dies, it leaves behind the equipment. That that maybe you can equip and it's upside. Yeah, yeah. Still taking struggle. I'm pretty sure. Still taking struggle, but but this whole cycle of equipment is decent. This whole cycle, like if you're already in these colors, you just play it. Yeah, exactly. They're I just agree. Good, so. Mm -hmm. Uh, Litjara Glade Warden. Three and a green for a 3 3 creature shapeshifter. It's changeling. Two and a green, tap, exile a creature card from your graveyard. Put two plus one plus one counters on target creature. Activate this ability only anytime you can cast a sorcery. I have never activated this card. I have no idea if it's good. Yeah, neither do I. It, it feels like it should be. Like, two plus one plus one counters is real. Yeah. And, like, like the, I mean, the cost of exiling a creature covering a graveyard is, like, not something you can just, like... I mean, you can't just be, like, activate this constantly every turn. No. You know? But, but like, that's something you can activate, and 2 plus 1 plus 1 counters is a real benefit. Yes. And, like, the fact that it is 
the honestly the weakest part about this card is it's activated only as a sorcery. Yeah. Which is a big deal, right? Mm -hmm. You can't like use it use it on blocks and then grow something else mm -hmm. and all that kind of fun stuff. But yeah. Yeah. You it, it honestly incentivizes you to be a bit aggro, just like make your other guy bigger and serve in, but make your ravenous Linda worm an eight eight. Yeah, right. But I mean like if you're if you're being a little aggro too and stuff like that, maybe you've already traded off a creature by the time you wanna Oh yeah. A few creatures by the time you wanna activate this. I mean the earliest you can activate this is like turn five. I would be shocked yeah. if you don't have a creature in the graveyard by Exactly, five. right? Like, yeah. Things die in limited, mm -hmm. so this would be this would be great to put the plus two or the, the counters on that dumb friggin' hawk. Right. <laughs> All right. Next we have a binding the old gods, two black green saga. Chapter one: destroy non-land permanent and opponent controls. Chapter two: search library for a forest card. Put it onto the battlefield tapped. Then shuffle your library. Chapter 3, Creatures You Control Gain Death Touch Until End of Turn. This is a saga that does not bury the lead at all. Mm -hmm. The most important line of text on this one is the first chapter. Exactly. Like, this This is just, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of the, the Destroy Target Permanent card in black now right now, but yeah, it's just um, literally a Destroy uh, Target Pulse. Permanent. Yeah. Yeah, this is a this is a maelstrom pulse. Yeah, it's just like kill it, and everything else after that is flavor text. Yeah, <laughs> not I really. Mean, it's actually like you like those are actually good lines too. Like you know, getting a forest card like that's ramp sweet. Yeah. Like it's just it's gravy. You know, all you, cre creatures you control gain death touch until turn is just super useful and nice. Oh, like yeah. it really makes things. It can make things really awkward for your opponent if you have attacks. You know. Oh yeah. But, you know, you play this card because of that first chapter, and it's really, really good because of yeah. that first chapter. This blows up everything that matters. Yeah. So, I mean, not everything. There are activated yeah. ability lands in this set that this can't hit, but... Is, is this worth the gold tax for a first pick? I think it is. Uh, I was going to say, I think it is, too. Like, I, I mean, I think that, that line of text upside. is just solid. Like, yeah. it's just so good. This card's so good. There's enough upside, like, you know, obviously struggle for Skimpar, it's going to be good, but you need to already have, like, a large creature in play for it to be very good. Mm -hmm. Like, this just, no matter what, it doesn't this matter just what, kills it, yeah. it's just like, that card is dead, goodbye. And then, but, uh, <laughs> gravy beyond that. But, John, you can only do this at sorcery speed. Uh, yep. I see everybody well, playing it still. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this can even blow up your opponent's sagas and, like, O-ring effects and sleeps and all that stuff, right? Like, uh, your opponent's sagas and O-rings and creatures and enchantments and planeswalkers yeah. if they get one for some reason. Like, this just... Equipment. <laughs> equipment. And that's actually real in this set, Oh, yeah. In this format, I think. Like, blowing up someone's equipment in this is, like... Some of those equipments are good. Oh, and yeah. like, I can see using this on that. Especially when you can put those runes on equipments. Yep. Like, oh, yes, yeah. yes, they've already drawn the cards, so you're not two for wanting them, but at least they're not repeatedly giving one of their creatures flying. Yeah, and smacking you in the mouth until you die. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I This card's great. This is the pick. Right. Uh, next up, our snow land is the Alpine Meadow. It's the snow, okay. it's the snow plateau. Snow toe. We have a foil. Ooh. Harald. King of Skemfar. Oh, One yeah. black and green for a 3-2 elf warrior with 
menace when Harald is king of Skimfar enters the battlefield. And look at the top five cards of your library. You may reveal an elf, warrior, or Tyvar card from among them and put it into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Cute. I'll kill things. Yes. Uh, like, if you're already... If you wanted to do something sweet, I'm pretty sure it's like, I'd probably take this, right? Yeah, like, like it, like, yeah. Three mana, three, two menace. But the fact that binding of binding the old gods is already in the same colors. Uh, yeah. No offense, I'm taking that over the foil. Yeah, yeah, right. And our rare is a card that I am currently building an ADH deck for. Uh, Turgrid, God of Fright. Three black black for a four five legendary creature god menace. Whenever an opponent sacrifices a non-token permanent or discards a permanent card, you may put that card from a graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. That is a line of text. That is a that's a block of text. Yes. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Flip that bitch over. Turkrit's Lantern. Three in a black. Legendary artifact. Tap. Target player loses three life unless they sacrifice a non-land permanent or discard a card. Three in a black. Untap Turkrit's Lantern. Both sides of this card are, are good. <laughs> Both sides of this card are insane, but they need a little bit of work. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, So, so here's the question. Like, This card is like, if you get any help with it, like you're doing dirty things yes but the saga is just i mean you know exactly what you're getting with that also yes so hear me out oh i'm taking this card because it's cool as hell <laughs> we've already seen two elder fang disciples out of these three packs <laughs> <laughs> And you know what what tends to happen when you make your opponent discard a card after turn five? They tend to be just discarding like big expensive things. Right. Like uh, you know, ravenous lindworms. I was gonna say lindworms. <laughs> <laughs> like I know the correct pick is binding of the old gods. Oh, like, I'm taking this thing, man. This thing I, is so cool. It's also like you know, you top deck this like late game and you're just like, oh dang. I have like eight lands in play. Guess my opponent's gonna lose six life. Yeah, right. Like, even just like, like the low end is playing the backside of this card. Yes. Which is stupid. Yeah. I don't know if anyone remembers the card Torment of Scarabs and how utterly infuriating that card was to play against in limited. I'm trying to remember this. It was a four mana uh, enchantment at the beginning of, of enchanted players' upkeep. They discard a card, sacrifice a creature, or, or lose three life. This this is the card when I was playing uh, Murder Kill in that format. Like I was, I almost could not beat this card. Oh yeah, like that card was just so unbelievably obnoxious. Yeah right. Uh... And this card is that. But yeah. It's also a mana sink. Uh... Uh... Man. So, I'm yeah, I'm on this just because uh, this card's cool. Yeah, you like, just you just got to do it. Like I said, it's probably not the correct choice, but I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna feel fine about it. Oh, I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna love it. 
All right. You know, for a while there, I thought we'd get in one more pack, but yeah, but then we hit some sweet cards, and yeah. which I'm not, I'm not complaining about. No. You know, it's nice when you can hit sweet cards and talk about sweet cards. But I'm yeah. mildly sad this wasn't the foil showcase frame turgrid for my EDH deck, but you know, whatever. Get wrecked. We'll get there eventually. Eventually, eventually, you can get there, you greedy bugger. I mean, if you're gonna have an EDH deck. You have the commander be blinged out, right? Yeah, I guess whatever. I don't like foiling entire EDH decks. I do like having exactly my commander being foiled. Yeah, whatever. Actually, I suppose I shouldn't talk too much because I'm pretty sure that just awful, terrible ass Doxos deck I built, I literally built because I'm like, oh, I have a foiled Doxos. <laughs> <laughs> well, since it's here. <laughs> since it's here, I might as well, right? Just, yeah, you got it. Use it. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. But so I know I know we said we haven't played a lot of this set. I I do really like this set. Me too. Like, like the only reason why I haven't like drafted this set online is I just don't really have the, the I don't have the I don't want to put the time commitment. In it. Time. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That's what it is. It's like I don't want to put the time commitment into it right now. But like overall, like the little bits I've played with it and like playing standard with the cards or you know with my trash cards and stuff like that and like sealed and stuff like i've man I, I really do like this set i really think it's a cool set oh yeah like playing this card like in sealed and pseudo releases has been really fun mm -hmm. like, i have yeah. been actually enjoying playing this set when i do play it mm -hmm. you know like i said i just don't really feel like using any of my 17 draft tokens on arena i mean you might run out i might run out <laughs> You might, they might accidentally do something wrong where they're like, oh no, you can use draft tokens to like, you know, do jumpstart. Oh, and I'd be like, man, good thing I saved all these draft tokens. If, like, and this is going to sound somewhat like crazy. Like, I have spent like 10 bucks on Arena so far. I bought the $5 starter pack and I bought Princess Luna sleeves. Mm hmm. Because, yeah. And if they brought Jumpstart back, I would seriously consider spending money to play more Jumpstart. Worth. Like, ju uh, Jumpstart is, was so cool. Like, I just, I love Jumpstart. Like, the only thing on Arena that I would be, like, throwing money at, and they won't do this because they can't because it's unreasonable, is if they brought Mystery Booster. Oh, yeah. Like, if Mystery Booster showed up on Arena for some reason, and as I said, I know it's impossible, I would be like, yeah, I would be throwing money at my computer. Well, just remember, when everything finally goes back to normal, the world is a reasonable place. Oh my god, don't say it. I have two I, boxes of Mystery I, Booster. I can, I can only get so erect. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery Booster was one of those things that was just like, it was, uh, it is friggin' amazing. Like, I don't know. I, it is everything I want to do in Magic. And they, they could easily have made Mystery Boosters just a big pile of trash. Oh, yeah. But they didn't. They printed cool ass cards in there. They may not all have been like, it may not have been stacks of money cards. Like, let's be honest. But like, it was designed to be a sweet draft format, and they made it that. Oh yeah, and they made like that. 
it was just dope. It was so cool and so fun. Like, I mean, I drafted a mono red deck that was playing a two man enchantment that if at any point there was more than four lands in play at Armageddon's. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just gonna build my deck around this card. You're like, this... could happen. You're like, oh look, an enchantment with upside. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're saying I get to make it so my opponent doesn't cast four drops in my deck that's uh, playing mono two drops. Man, hmm. like I, yeah, that set was so cool. I'm so like, I'm so sad I didn't get to play more mystery booster and jumpstart. But obviously there were some factors kind of outside of people's yeah. control you regarding know, like that. the end of the world happening. Yeah, like, uh, like once, <laughs> once, once the world has either ended or is just decided it's going to take a break from ending. Like they should just be like, "All right, here's the deal. We know you guys didn't get the full time, so here we're just going to reprint these sets. Have fun." That like, <laughs> Man, I know I'm, it won't happen, but I'd just be like... Like, they never could do that, but it would be so awesome if they ever did. I would just... I would go insane. Like... Yeah, I don't know. But... Alright. Okay. <laughs> that's that's uh, what we got here, I guess. Uh, that was our Kaldheim crack pack. So, um... Yeah. So I guess we'll we'll... Wrap it up here. Um, if you want to shoot us some feedback, you can send an email to thelocometa at gmail.com. You can catch us on Twitter at thelocometapc. Uh, head over to um, thelocometa.com for links to wonderful things like the Discord where you can come hang out uh, and chat with us. Uh, link to our Patreon if you want to shoot us a buck or something for all the fun and excitement you get out of this. And then I actually updated it recently to include a link to our uh, Twitch stream, which, as I said, uh, we will be firing that up um, every other week here uh, in place of a regular show and posting that VOD on, on the site. And then, uh, you know, head over to there, twitch.tv slash the local meta. Give us a follow and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll probably hop on and do other things here and there, too, uh, as we kind of start figuring things out. So, yeah. Cool. John, you got anything else before we close this one up? No, I did my little random thought before we started talking instead of after this time. So. All right. Well, I'm I'm very happy that that got put in, so you don't feel left out or anything. So. Yeah, it's very important. Right. Cool. All right. Well, on that, then we will catch you next time. See.